0: This podcast is brought to you by Contessa Digital.
1: You're listening to things they don't tell her. Everything you don't get taught about periods, pregnancy, and postpartum. I'm going to take you on a journey back to sex ed and teach you what really matters. Ladies, it's time you felt empowered in your bodies. I'm your host, Caitlin Pender, founder of Her Women's Health and I'm sharing tips to optimise your fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. All right, good morning listeners. Today I'm joined by the beautiful Kath. Kath is an endorsed registered midwife, hypnobirthing Australia educator, and a mum to three little ones. Thanks so much for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me Caitlin.
1: So to start today's show off, can you share a little bit about your own journey into midwifery and where your passion for birth stemmed from?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, I initially started my training as a nurse. I never thought I wanted to be a midwife until I started nursing and just realised that I wanted to be with well people rather than sick people. So we shared some subjects with midwives and they always seemed um, like so clicky like they were a real good team and i thought oh i want to be a part of that so i transferred to midwifery quit nursing and did three years of mid wow Uh, i got a grad year straight out of uh, uni and then stayed at that hospital for 10 years so yeah this This was in melbourne at um joan kerner hospital which used to be called sunshine hospital um so a really big now tertiary hospital, saw lots, did lots, yeah. um, but basically yeah, a big public hospital. <clears throat> um, I worked predominantly in the antenatal clinic space and then we decided, oh, I had my babies with their home birth program.
1: Oh, wow, so they had a public home birth program? Yeah. That's yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah, which was really cool. So I had the same midwife for all three babies, um, so got to experience that full continuity of care wow. experience, which was amazing. Um, and then my family and I decided to move up to the sunny coast during COVID and I was looking for work up here and I kind of just fell into coast life. <laughs> um, came and had a chat with Anne and Alison and quickly decided that, yep, yeah, this is definitely where I needed to be. Amazing. When in your training did you do your hypnobirthing? during COVID, so when we moved up and yeah. I d- <clears throat> didn't have any work, I did my training and started online, <coughs> sorry, classes, um, group classes and private classes just, and it was m- my clientele was mainly people from Melbourne that I knew. Yeah. Uh, and then I started teaching here at Coast Life doing group classes. Yeah. Um, and now I'm a little bit more busy with midwifery work. And so I've put it a little bit on the back burner, luck. but yeah. yeah. Did you do hypnobirthing with your babies? I didn't, yep. but I can definitely, now that I've done the learning and the teaching, recognise that I intuitively um, utilised a lot of the techniques that, that we teach. So. Mm-hmm. What drew you to doing the course? I wanted to get back into that birthing space after being on maternity leave for about 18 months. yeah, And was finding it hard to get work in a hospital. So I just thought that this was a good in yeah. to getting back into it. Um, and I really enjoyed learning the course and teaching it. Uh, you know, the first time I taught it, I was really, really nervous. And then the more and more you do it, the more and more you get out of it because mm. you then see as everyone goes on to have their babies and the positive experiences that they have just gives you that feedback to want to teach more and, mm-hmm. and spread the word a bit further.
1: Is that something you tie into your midwifery practice now do you feel like yeah you
0: use i definitely tools? encourage women and their partners to do some extra education if they're unable to attend our sessions and to do and you know to do something a bit extra mm-hmm. to just learn skills and techniques and tools that they can take with them to their birth mm-hmm. and then i'm 100 percent supportive of whatever they want to utilize in their birth yeah
1: yeah do you know what the difference
0: is between different programs like calm birth or hypnobirthing? It's, it's quite similar. Yeah. Um, and I think the main thing to come out of all these programs is that women and their partners feel empowered to mm. make informed decisions and have choice um, and knowledge and skills so that they're not going in blind. Yeah. You know, over my years working in antenatal clinic, I just came across so many women who decided for whatever reason that they didn't want to know anything and they were just going to wing it on the day and see what happened. And it's usually these women and these families that come out of birth feeling traumatised and, like, they need extra support postpartum because Mm -hmm. they've just been blindsided by what's happened in their birth. Mm. And I think if you can equip yourself with that knowledge... And have that support team around you and a partnership with um, a care provider then you're already ahead of the pack yeah yeah. absolutely and so with
1: hypnobirthing can you explain for the mummers that have never heard of it or don't really know anything about hypnobirthing what it is and what sort of tools the mums might be able to take from a program
0: yeah for sure Uh, so hypnobirthing is learning um, different tools and techniques to help incorporate deep relaxation which in then um, enables you to release endorphins throughout your labor so the most important thing is that you've got time to practice the techniques and it's things like breathing um, guided meditation and relaxation uh, massage acupressure Um, and utilizing all of your senses so smell and touch and uh, allowing your partner and teaching your partner all these techniques as well so that they're on board and they know what they can do to help Mm -hmm. assist at the time Um, and by practicing the techniques during labor you're conditioning your body to release endorphins to all of these um, scenarios Mm -hmm. so Often when I teach it, and I'm talking about practicing during pregnancy, I'll say to couples, you know, find a time during the week, turn the telly off, sit on your birth ball, put some music on, or one of your hypnobirthing tracks, pop something in your diffuser or light a lighter candle, start picturing what it's gonna be like when you're birthing. Mm-hmm. Get your partner to do this type of massage that you like. And it might be that nice light touch massage, or it might be a deeper shoulder massage, or lower back pressure points. Mm-hmm and start visualizing what labor is gonna feel like for you. Mm -hmm. You know, encompassing your breathing. Um, And breathing, everyone has different techniques and there's no right or wrong, it's just what feels good for you. Mm -hmm. So it might be a deep breath in for four, hold for one, out for four. And you're doing all of these things together. And while you're doing these things together, if you're getting pain from a surge or a contraction, you're not thinking about it as much because all of those neurons that would be thinking about pain and now thinking about the massage, what smell is through your diffuser, how, um, what you're visualizing, you know, are you picturing yourself in a beach, on a beach with, um, you know, you can hear the waves and you can smell the sea air. Mm. And when all of your neurons are thinking about those things, they're not necessarily thinking about pain, pain, pain. Mm-hmm. So that's the real premise. Of hypnobirthing and it's something that you can utilize in lots of different situations so it's not the game like the end game isn't a normal physiological mm-hmm. water birth with zero intervention mm-hmm. the end game is coming out the other end with a positive experience mm-hmm. knowing that um, you've got all this knowledge and you can make informed decisions your partners on board and whatever the way your birthing ends up, mm-hmm. you're happy with the outcome mm-hmm. because you know that you've done everything you could have done.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do the courses talk much about different interventions?
1: Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so we know that our national caesarean rate at the moment is about thirty six percent. We know that, uh, you know, induction is very common. Yeah, we know that not everyone is able to access their own care provider like whether it be an obstetrician or a midwife to have that continuity of care so you know intervention is a big thing in birth in australia at the moment mm-hmm. and it has been for a long time and it probably will be for a very long time <laughs> um, but the course assists you to navigate and make um ask questions and uh, have a partner that will advocate for you and to make have clear birth. Perf- Preferences, Mm -hmm. you know, these might be written down and it might be a discussion with your care provider But just having a bit of a pathway of where you want to go is really important
1: Yeah, and often I find women that have done it their partners actually get so much benefit from it.
0: Yeah, absolutely Yeah, all of a sudden they feel like they're useful and Mm -hmm. they don't just have to sit there and watch and feel helpless Mm -hmm. You know, they can massage they can set up the room for Mm -hmm. you. They can fill the bath, They can be the person that is always filling the water bottle and putting you know ice cloths on your forehead Mm -hmm. um and talking through affirmations with you and being that person that can do all the thinking in the birth situation so that you can completely just go within and get into your birth zone Mm -hmm. and you're not teaching the hypnobirthing classes at the moment um i do a few private ones okay just one-on-one um either in clinic or at uh, the client's house. Okay, awesome. And I offer the online option, which is um, pre-recorded, yeah. and then do a follow-up with clients. Okay, awesome. Yes. But I do have a beautiful colleague who now runs the classes. Um, and I'll in link space.
1: both your website and also is it Simone? Simone, that's Simone from Facebook. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll link her website in yeah, the show notes. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So apart from attending in person or online Mm. hypnobirthing or um calm birth or private childbirth education session for mums that are pregnant Mm. what's a tool that you'd often go through in those sessions that perhaps they could start just to practice and implement throughout their pregnancy just one tool
0: um i think like i said um Mm. practicing that you know it doesn't have to be daily but you know a couple of times a week just deep relaxation taking 10 minutes of a morning or an evening to play what your birth music might be and it might be a spotify playlist or it might be a guided meditation um and just picturing what birth is going to feel like for you and then looking forward to that time each day or that time each week and then when birth comes and you get into that zone and you're playing that music and you're you know smelling that scent mm-hmm. and it'll just be second nature that you feel calm and relaxed mm-hmm. and you know your fear is automatically then reduced mm-hmm. yeah fear is a big thing that plays out in birth and hypnobirthing um is very big on um dispelling fears and releasing fears so that you're not then taking them into the birth space mm-hmm. yeah yeah awesome um so i want
1: to switch now from hypnobirthing mm-hmm. over to just discussing a little bit about what you do as a private midwife mm-hmm. so for the mums listening um could you explain a little bit about what your role is as an endorsed midwife and how there might be different models of care um, particularly on the sunshine coast and what options mums have at different stages of their pregnancy
0: yeah for sure Um, So as an endorsed midwife, we care for women uh, throughout pregnancy, through labour, birth and then up to six weeks postpartum. So it's the only model of care that has that full continuum and we can work to our full scope of midwifery practice. We work, where I work, uh, in collaboration with the local public hospital, so we have been credentialed with the public hospital so that we have practicing rights there. So our women can choose to either birth at home or birth at the hospital and we support both options Um, and it just means we have those open channels to take women to the hospital and utilise their facilities and their staff if we need them Um, and you know for a lot of women that's what feels comfortable for them, for others they feel more comfortable at home and so we can facilitate that as well. other options on the sunny coast include just going through the local hospital system where you may be allocated your own midwife as part of a midwifery group practice or
1: you might and that is apparently 20 percent, is what i heard last. yeah
0: or perhaps even less yeah. yeah so you've got to be quite early in your pregnancy and get a referral from a gp to mm-hmm. the hospital to get into that program um because it is quite sought after and then if you don't If you're unable to get into that program you'll go through just normal sort of team midwifery where you might see a different midwife or obstetrician at each visit Mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately there are no birth centers that I'm aware of on the Sunshine Coast Uh, so your option if you're wanting hospital birth is obviously just the hospital Um, the local hospital here has really amazing facilities Mm -hmm. all the most of the rooms have big baths in them beautiful murals on the walls they're really big rooms, all the postnatal rooms uh, are single, so wow. you don't have to share. So it's a really lovely hospital, all the staff there are gorgeous, um, so the obstetricians and the midwives, and you'll feel really looked after there. Yeah,
1: I know we are very lucky to have such an amazing facility yeah, here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, another option that women choose is private obstetric care, um, so there is a private hospital here. And that means having your own obstetrician who would do your antenatal care, be available for your birth, and then you'll have like a longer hospital stay. So it might be sort of four or five days. Mm-hmm. And then after that your care will stop. So um you won't have that continued care at home. At home. Yep. Yeah. And so for the mums that weren't
1: able to get into the continuity care program through the hospital, the mm-hmm. MGP mm-hmm. What are their options for um, trying to get more continuity? Because um, what we know, obviously, from the research is that outcomes are much better and women feel more supported if they have that continuity. So what options do they have uh, if they're planning to birth through the hospital but want continuity of care?
0: Yeah. Uh, They may choose to hire a doula Mm -hmm. or have a support person Uh, to see them throughout their pregnancy and then attend the birth with them and they the doula may provide some postnatal care at home as well Um, we offer a service like a postnatal care package where we can come and see you post birth for that six weeks Um, some families choose to do antenatal and postnatal care with us and exclude the birth so they go to the local hospital and have um, their baby with the hospital staff and we do just yeah the antenatal and the postnatal and it's a cheaper option um, if that's a factor for mm-hmm. some families um or if they haven't been able to get in with us for their birth if the month has been booked out mm-hmm. so we all take a caseload um, and we do fill up quite quickly so often when women find out they're pregnant and do their research and perhaps see a GP or decide what they want to do by then their options can be limited mm-hmm. so it's tricky and there's no one place where women can get all of their information about what their options are mm-hmm. and where they can go and who they can see mm-hmm. so what you're doing now Caitlin is probably really helpful for women um, yeah. in terms of navigating the system up here.
1: yeah knowing what what services are available yeah. absolutely so what are some of the things that they get with the um antenatal and postnatal package or if they're yeah. having a private midwife
0: yeah uh so we provide women with um, an initial appointment to go through what our service um, provides and ask any they can ask any questions that they want to uh if they choose to go ahead and book we do a booking appointment which lasts for about 90 minutes mm-hmm. and that's going through the family's health history um any blood tests or ultrasounds that they may have had already and making a plan going forward for the rest of the pregnancy, Uh, antenatal appointments usually with us last for about 45 to 60 minutes and roughly every four weeks or so. Um, We do all of our appointments at the clinic in Maroochydore which is a really beautiful space Um, and we work as a team so you'll have your primary midwife but you may also see other midwives throughout your pregnancy so we make sure that we introduce you to all five midwives while you're pregnant. Uh, if we are doing your birth with you we're on call for your birth we make sure that we're not on leave at the time that you're due to birth and um, we can support you during early labor at home if you're choosing to birth at the hospital and then come into the hospital with you when you're ready to birth and when you're ready to go in if you're birthing at home we always have two midwives for a home birth Um, and then postnatally we see you for three visits in the home. Uh, So quite often with us, women will have their baby at the hospital and then discharge quite soon after, so maybe after six hours or so if everything's gone well. And then we come out and see you in the home for three visits and then ongoing um, here at the practice for up to six weeks. Um, During that time, you've got access to our lactation consultants if you need extra breastfeeding support Um, and that's the same for women who choose to do just the antenatal and postnatal care without the birth. You've still got access to our lactation support services Um, and also uh, we work closely with a neonatal nurse practitioner and maternal child health nurse with Coast Life Families so they're available as well Mm -hmm. for um, baby. Um, We've got other specialties within the, the space so naturopathy, osteo, women's health physio cable, <laughs> um, Pilates and yoga, pregnancy massage. So lots of different um, complementary therapies that you can um, choose or not to choose throughout your pregnancy and postnatal period. And what about the education classes? Yeah, so we provide education to all women who are booked in with us and basically we get together together we pop you in a group with other mums that are due at around the same time as you, and we focus on one topic each session. And we do about seven sessions throughout the pregnancy, uh, just seven sort of two hour um, modules. And it might be focusing on what's early labor and what does it feel like and sound like and look like and that sort of thing, or second stage of labor or breastfeeding, birthing the placenta um and that's a really good opportunity for women to make connection with other women around them who are in a similar point of life and um, we find that as the babies start arriving that that connection and village becomes really important as another support layer um, when you're a new mum um For the partners, we offer a evening breastfeeding session. So you come together with your partner, um, with one of our lactation consultants and learn all about how to support your partner to breastfeed if that's what they're choosing to do. And then we offer a, a Sunday session called Birth Circle, which is basically four hours of going through everything to do with early labor, active labor, how you can support your partner, massage techniques, hip squeezes, um, what's gonna happen when the baby's born, different scenarios, how to wrap the baby, how to dress the baby, do nappies, that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. So it's a really fun day. Um, And often the dads come away feeling a bit more ready and able to support their partners. Mm -hmm.
1: So what else do you see that the women gain from having that continuity of care?
0: I think the main thing, Caitlin, is that you build a trusting relationship. So, And that trust goes both ways you know we trust the woman the woman trusts us the partner trusts us and with that trust more informed decisions can be made Mm -hmm. Um, and you know often there is a time where the midwife will need to you know give information to the couple and if you've got that trust in your midwife you're more likely to take that on board mm-hmm. and really hear it and be able to make a good choice mm-hmm. um, with that. Um, and collaboration, I think, is a really big one with being an endorsed midwife who has practicing rights at a hospital. Mm. Is that the women? The woman becomes the centre of the care, mm-hmm. and we are just there to help facilitate her journey into motherhood um, and ensure that. She comes out the other end, feeling empowered and positive and happy mm-hmm. with what's happened. And we find that we are very uniquely placed, being endorsed midwives, to be able to have that amazing collaboration mm. with all different healthcare providers. Um, but especially that we can be there to support women in the hospital setting yeah. and not have to hand them over to hospital. Because staff. are you the only ones offering? I think so. Was yeah. Hitting Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that's amazing and so much valuable information for women who are currently pregnant just so they know what their options are Yeah. Um, are you able to talk a bit more about uh, home birth obviously it's not something up here in Queensland that's publicly funded mm. but are you able to talk about the statistics around home birth and um, I guess the safety around
0: home birth yeah sure um, so in our practice we have about a 30% home birth, um, or women who choose home birth, it's a safe option for women um, of, who are, have a low risk pregnancy basically, mm-hmm. um, and by that I mean their term, so they're greater than 37 weeks, they have a singleton baby, so no twins or triplets, if it was to release is clear or pink and doesn't have meconium in it Um, and that the woman is well so she doesn't have you know various health complications um, that may put her at risk birthing at home Um, you know it's it's not often women who choose home birth when, when we build that trust they understand that it's not home or nothing uh, and because we've got that great relationship with the hospital, they're aware that at some point during their labor or birth or post birth that they may need to transfer to the hospital and, and that's okay. It's not all about birthing at home and, and that's it. It's about having a safe outcome for them. Um, birthing at home is very unique. It's kind of, I guess, the pinnacle for birthing <laughs> with us, um, and you obviously had all three at home, did you? I had two at home. Two at home, And, yeah. and then a hospital birth. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing else like it. Yeah. Yeah. And you can emulate that in the hospital setting and it can feel quite homely and lovely. Uh, but being able to labour at home, not get in the car, have your baby at home, mm-hmm. have a shower and hop into bed mm-hmm. is really magic. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And what do you guys do and have on you as midwives to yeah. minimise risks and... Um, yeah. make it as safe as possible at home.
0: Uh, so we always come and see our families at home at around 36 to 37 mm-hmm. weeks. We bring with us uh, a birth pool if they're choosing to birth in water um, and we like assess the space in which they're wanting to birth in. Um, we When the Uh, birth is imminent, we bring with us an oxygen cylinder um, and lots of emergency equipment in case we need it. Mm -hmm. So it's things to help resuscitate both mum or baby Mm -hmm. if um, that needs to happen and to also um, provide assistance if mum was to have a bleed. So we always bring a kit of drugs which are stored in the mum's fridge from 36 weeks Mm -hmm. or from 37 weeks um, and they're there on hand so if Um, we need to use them we can Mm -hmm. we're all trained in neonatal and adult resuscitation and obstetric emergencies and we do all of our training through the local hospital Mm -hmm. Um, and we do that we're all always up to date with all of that so if ever you know a birth is looking like it's not going to happen at home there's no hesitation in just transferring Mm -hmm. and getting to a space at the hospital where we've got help on hand if we need it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because obviously in a lot of
1: countries outside of australia home birth is more common correct yeah um,
0: and more available through the public system yeah yeah Yeah. in um situations where they've got a publicly funded home birth system their criteria for selection for women to get into that program is a lot tighter and a lot stricter So you have to meet certain requirements. You have to be the lowest of low risk. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, because we've got that collaboration with the hospital, um, you know, we can consider different scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, women who have diabetes um, that's well controlled, for instance. And, you know, there's no issue with them thing at home. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
1: And just to finish off. What do you wish that you could have told yourself with your first pregnancy that you know now?
0: <laughs> um ooh, that's a good question. Uh having three births and three pregnancies <laughs> and three children. I would tell myself post-birth to just take it easy. Yeah. I really wish my first baby was born on the 21st of December. Mm. It was hot. And I just wanted to take her out and show her off and do all the things that I thought you should do when you've had a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, walk down to the local cafe the next day. Um, I went to the shopping centre on day three. I went to a <laughs> wedding on day five, I think. Oh, my goodness. And it was just too much. <laughs> and my body just said no. <laughs> well, at the time it didn't, but I could look That's back right. on it now and reflect and go, what on earth were you doing, woman? Like, you should have just... Rested. Rested. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself permission. Absolutely. And rest. just to call on your supports and, yeah. Amazing. Chill. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much for your time today. And I will leave links, lots of links in the show notes so that anyone who is local to the Sunshine Coast can find all of the resources for both NTL childbirth education courses as well as um, continuity of care midwifery services. Amazing.
0: Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Caitlin
1: thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe and share this with other pregnant women or other women that you think deserve to understand this information it is my mission to share this knowledge with women because this is something that i believe that we should all be taught